Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well today. It has actually been fallish today. Have you noticed? It's cooler. Yes, it has. Yes, it, it has. Very, very nice. Yes. All right. We'd like to give a quick shout out to Council Bluffs, Iowa. Council Bluffs, Iowa. Looks like a really nice area. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And you can check us out at Grace in the Shadows, O-R-G-E-O-R-G. O-R-G. I can't talk. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at Dr. Jonathan at Grace in the Shadows, O-R-G. So we're doing an Israel podcast today, right? Okay. Correct. Uh, all right. So I found a uh, latest updated uh, article from NBC News about 20 minutes ago. So Gaza is experiencing a dire human- humanitarian crisis with clean water, food, fuel, and medical supplies running out as hundreds of thousands of people flee to the border crossing with Egypt. Electricity has been unavailable for days. Israel says it's reopening the water supply to southern parts of Gaza after it shut it off in the wake of Hamas attack. The Palestinian Water Authority did not immediately respond to a request for comment, and NBC News was not immediately able to confirm the water supply had been restarted. From Cairo to Jordan, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken continued his six-country diplomatic tour of Middle East today. Interesting. Arab nations to work together and for the continuation of humanitarian aid. And Israel, which has continued to hit Gaza with airstrikes, has warned people to evacuate the northern, northern part of the Strip. Just more than a week ago, Hamas launched a coordinated terrorist attack on Kibbutzim, a music festival in city streets. Mm. So they're... Once again, like you said yesterday, I mean, how often do they let people know they're coming for them and and let them still evacuate? Mm. You know, one of the things I keep hearing is, you know, well, Israel stole the land from Palestine. Mm. Yeah. And that's just not true. No, it's not. I mean, you know, when you look at the timeline, the land of Israel has been populated by the Jewish people since 2000 BC. Right. And, you know, here's, I want to give you a little bit of a timeline uh, with that. Okay. Uh, Abraham chose, was chosen by God as the father of the Jewish nation in 1900 BC. Uh, 1900 BC, Isaac, Abraham's son, rules over Israel. 1850 BC, Jacob, son of Isaac, rules over Israel. 1400 BC, Moses leads the people out of Egypt and back to Israel. 1010 BC, King David unites the 12 tribes into one nation. 970 BC, King Solomon, son of David, builds the first temple structure in Jerusalem. 930 BC, Israel is divided into two kingdoms, the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judah. 800 B.C., the rise of the prophets, God's messengers. 722 B.C., the kingdom of Israel is conquered by the Assyrians. 605 B.C., kingdom of Judah is conquered by the Babylonians. 586 B.C., Solomon's temple is destroyed by the Babylonians. 539 B.C., the Persians conquer the Babylonians, take control of Israel. 538 B.C., the Jews return to Israel from exile. 520 B.C., the temple is rebuilt. 450 B.C., reforms made by Ezra and Nehemiah. 433 B.C., Malachi is the end of the prophetic age. 
432 BC, the last group of Jews returned from exile. 333 BC, because the Greeks conquered the Persian Empire. 323 BC, the Egyptian and Syrian Empire take over Israel. 167 BC, Hasmoneans recapture Israel and the Jews are ruled independently. 70 BC, Rome conquers Israel. 20 BC, King Herod builds the third temple. 6 BC, the Jesus Christ is born in Bethlehem. 70 AD, Romans destroy the temple. So you look at this, we mm-hmm. look at this. As a matter of fact, history says that it was the Romans in the second century AD that changed the name of Israel to Palestine. And the reason why they did that is because the Romans hated the Jews and hated Israel. And so they changed that part to Palestine as a mockery to the Jews to, uh, you know, make them kind of equal to the Philistines in the Old Testament. Wow. Yeah. That is really... It's it's just neat to see how God, I mean, just, I've never really heard it put together in a timeline like that, but just to see God's moving through all these nations all, in all these years, it's really cool. And he kept his people. You know, it's interesting that his people, his chosen people, the Jews, you know, we are chosen too. We're a royal priesthood yes. through Christ. Right. Um, And and let me say this, we are only saved by Jesus Christ, by faith Mm -hmm. in Jesus that he died for your sins and rose from the dead. And so the Jews today, the majority do not believe that and they're not saved. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that because we're Christians, we're we're really love Israel and that all Israel is going to heaven. That's just not true. Right. But the reason why... Christians should and need to be really um, focused on the nation of Israel and praying for Israel is because Jesus promised, God promised in the end times, he would draw his people back and he would save his people eventually. And we would reign with them, with him uh, for the millennial kingdom. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, a, it's an awesome thing that through the years, God has always kept a remnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some other important aspects to this is, you know, that Israel is the geographic center of the world. It really is. And, yeah, and, and look at all the nations that are surrounding it and that little bitty nation. That little bitty country, God's chosen, and, you know, he is still blessing them, and he still has his hand on them because they are his people. Look at Ezekiel 5, 5, okay. if you would. Uh, as you're looking there, I mean, I, I just think that all these facts that we're talking about validate the truth of God's word. Yes. And to me, it's an amazing thing. It is. It is an amazing thing. Okay. This is what the sovereign Lord says. This is Jerusalem, which I have set in the center of the nations with countries all around her. So that totally backs up what you just said. Yeah. 
in the middle. It's the belly button of the world. <laughs> you did not say that. It's the navel <laughs> of the earth. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. Okay. It's the belly hole. <laughs> the belly hole, yeah. <laughs> it depends. If, if you have an Audi or any. Yeah. yeah. I haven't haven't any. Yep. <laughs> oh, me. Well, and then it's the revelation center of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Where do, yes. where do we get the word of God? We get it from the land of Moses, the prophets, the apostles, Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, which comes out of Israel. Yeah. Yes. It's the spiritual center of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, read Zechariah 14.4. Okay. Zechariah. Fourteen four. Okay. On that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives east of Jerusalem, and the Mount of Olives will be split in two from east to west, forming a great value with half of the mountain moving north and half moving south. So it's interesting that Jesus' feet are going to land on the Mount of Olives. Uh, so, and the Mount of Olives is not in Tennessee. It's not in North Carolina or Alabama. It's not in California. It's in Israel. Yes, it is. Um, you know, most prophecies are in the nation of, from the nation of Israel. Correct. Israel is the storm center of the world. The Middle East, specifically Israel is the world's greatest trouble spot. Read Zechariah 12.3. Okay. Zechariah 12.3. All right. On that day when all the nations of the earth are gathered against her, I will make Jerusalem an immovable rock for all the nations. All who try to move it will injure themselves. What's that tell you about anybody who comes against Israel? What will eventually occur? They will be injured. They will lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll lose. Israel is also the center of peace. Yes. We're told to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And when we do that, we're actually praying for the Prince of Peace to return. Yes, you're right. Amen. Amen. Uh, so one day the Lord, when the Lord returns, the glory of the Lord, all nations of the world will come to Jerusalem to worship him. Uh, not to... Rome, not to uh, Birmingham or Raleigh, but to <laughs> Jerusalem. Yeah. Yes, you're right. That's Micah chapter 2, verse 3. Yeah. Wow. So this is a little bit of a kind of an update. I mean, throughout all these years of trauma, of, of persecution, and, and Israel has not been innocent. They have rebelled against God. And But God keeps wooing them back to himself. And so when we see this as Christians, we should be encouraged because this is one of many signs of the times that says that the rapture is imminent for us. Yes. Come, Lord Jesus. Absolutely. And it also says that God can take our mess, turn to a message for his glory, for our good. Amen. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Have a great day.